What's up, After Buzzers? You're watching the Mistresses After Show, Season 4, Episode 10, Confrontation. Lots of confrontation tonight, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Welcome. <laughs> I was shimmying while I was saying that, by the way. <laughs> yes, we're back. I hope no, no one caught my flubs, but we're back for Mistresses. Like you said, April, confrontation, lots of it today. Finally, yeah, wrapping it up. Wrapping, hopefully wrapping some things up. What are we wrapping up? Well, April and her mom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh. Fine, that kind of stuff. Good riddance. The pills and Harry. But anyways, yeah. I'm Francesca. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, XOXOCESCA. What's up, everybody? Y'all can find me everywhere at April Wissenhant. Yes. Yeah. Let's get into it. And I have the live chat going right now, so let oh, us yes. know what you thought. We apologize if you saw our flubs on the first <laughs> few intros right there. Anyways. <laughs> it's um, a giggly night. <laughs> giggly night. Yes. We First, we wanted to say that thanks to people on Twitter and YouTube, yes. we went back and we saw that it was orange soda that Mark was drinking out of the bag when we thought it looked like he had relapsed. It was Kelly3222 that told us. So thank you. Because mm-hmm. we all thought that he was... I mean, they clearly like planned it to where he's sitting on a car, somber music playing. Brown paper bag. And a bottle. Like, we didn't pause and check to see. So we just automatically assumed, assumed. that it exactly. was a beer or something like that. That was really sneaky of them. Very sneaky. And then they didn't even... Obviously, it wasn't anything because they didn't brush on him drinking this episode so right yes it was orange soda thank you guys for pointing that out um and it makes sense now with everything yeah yeah um not relapsing that's no. always good thank god mm-hmm. let's just start from the beginning so we see harry and joss mm-hmm. we first of all we see harry in the shower and joss <laughs> is clearly ignoring him i don't see how she could ever ignore that like i feel like living with that you never get used to it you just are always gonna be like in awe yeah of his pecs yes in the sh- yeah, I don't know how she did that, but basically well, she's on meds and she's like passing out. You're right, you're right. So she's sleeping on the couch, um, being very awkward about talking with him and dealing with him. She doesn't. He wants to sit down and talk. She doesn't want to. Yeah, but it's. I think it's almost. It's pretty important to note that she's not just like sleeping on the couch. Like she's not going to sleep on the couch. They're still sleeping in the same bed, but then she gets up in the middle of the night because oh, she's she having does. these. Because you remember, he's like, "You don't have to get up in the middle of the night. Your tossing doesn't bother oh, me." She's like tossing and turning and bad. having these nightmares where she's like, ah, literally like screaming herself awake. So, um, but it still just shows that separation instead of right well, at the beginning of the episode anyway. Instead of being like. This is what's happening. Da, da da da. She's just. She's like, oh, I can't relax. I feel so wired. And then she feels the need to go take another pill, but she runs out of her pills. And you think that would kind of smack her some smack some sense into her. Yeah. But it doesn't. So she's with April. I mean, she's with Karen, and Karen. She sees Karen's prescription pad, and she's a- actually asked Karen to write her a prescription. Right. Um. Good for Karen for being like, no, I don't write prescriptions for my friends. Yeah. But bad for Joss because she slips one of the the papers in her... I knew that was going to happen, though. But it's one of those things I kind of forget that 
you know, she's not, she's a psychologist, but that's very different than like, you know, a normal doctor friend, like a just general family doctor prescribing you an antibiotic to Mm -hmm. a friend. That's a lot different when it comes to, especially in anxiety med. I really thought that they, it was just going to be one of these things where she is like, oh, okay, she took these pills from her client and maybe like, let's see if this works. Like, let it calm me down. And then whenever she was out, I was hoping that that was going to be done. She's like, okay, I did this temporarily. Right. And, you know, it seemed to be helping her last week, but I mean, clearly she's going down a dangerous path. When I mean, the point when you start like stealing your friend's right. prescription pad. That's is, when you got a problem. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Definitely abusing the drug. Yeah. And, you know, at first, April, you were like, because she's acting weird. Yeah. Because the drugs. You're like, oh my God, maybe she's pregnant. Well, because you see her, she like stands up to get ready for work or something or she's to leave like, for work. Mm-hmm. And she kind of like falls a little bit. And I don't, um, maybe I should Google this while we're talking, but I don't know like the side effects of anxiety medications or anything like that. I'm sure that probably right. dizziness is one because it's a side effect of everything. But it's also like a major side effect of pregnancy. So I was like, oh, what if? That'd be crazy. That would, because. I've never even, like, thought of that scenario for the two of them. And so, for a second, I was like, because that would be, it would, like, get her out of the impact class. Mm -hmm. And it's clearly, like, not doing great things for her. And it would, I don't know. I thought that, but now I don't think that anymore. Yeah. No. It was a short-lived idea. (laughs) It was a good idea. That I think that would have. It, it, no one was thinking that, so I could have seen it go that way. Yeah. But then we see later after she talks with April and they're having wine, she comes home and she's, you know, she's acting like she's really drunk, dropping her jacket, yeah. stumbling. She's actually talking to Harry mm-hmm. for a little bit. and then, But just, you like, know, still not anything really. And he can tell that something else is wrong with her other than, like, just being a little tipsy. Because even when you're drunk, she was, like, very, like, jittery and... I don't, I mean, obviously that happens when you're drunk too, but you can just tell something was off with her different than just like being tired and having like a glass of wine. Right. But I don't know. And luckily he figured it out. Yeah. Because we see at the end, she goes to the couch again because she's having this crazy dream where she sees, what was his name? Wilson. Wilson Mm -hmm. in the mirror as she's boxing, you know, and, um. She hits the mirror. I thought that was real. Me me too. I thought, obviously, not that he was there. But I just thought it was like she was actually punching the bag and, like, she just had, like, a vision of him or something. Right. But it was a dream. Yes. Thankfully. thankfully. Yeah, because I was like, oh, she's going to get so much glass in her knuckles. Yeah. Um, And Harry, you know, he's – I thought that was interesting that he was sitting there watching this happen. And now I know why. It's because he was waiting for her to wake up because he wanted to – Show her. Show her that he had found the mm-hmm. pills. I'm glad he, you know, kind of, like, took some initiative and really looked and, you know, looked around to see if anything was different because otherwise it just, it, like, forces them to finally talk, talk. about it. Exactly. And the whole, this whole entire season has just been about her ignoring him, or not ignoring him, I'm sorry, but her lying to him and kind of, you know, pushing him to the side mm-hmm. and... It's, I don't know, it's just about time that, like, some sort of confrontation happened. I right. thought it was going to be, I was proud of her when she woke up and he's like, are you okay? And she's like, not really. I'm like, at least she said right. not really. At least she wasn't like, oh, good, yeah, fine. Yeah, no, I'm fine. Just had bad, no, yeah, she said not really. Yeah. I'm hoping this will get them Yeah. to talk, even though the previews look a little. Well, you just know she's going to be angry. Intense, exactly. she just has so much anger in her. And with this whole... 
the whole thing that led her to have this bad dream is because, you know, her friend Marisol died. Mm -hmm. And uh, what's the leader of the... Jackie. Jackie wants her to talk to the police against um, Marisol's ex-boyfriend. But, you know, naturally, Joss is uncomfortable with it. And she's having all these flashbacks of when she was arrested and she was in prison. And Jackie's kind of really pressuring her. And I... I mean, obviously, it's like, if you can help in that situation, you know, with a woman who was ultimately murdered right. by her husband or by her boyfriend, you want to do whatever you can to help. But at the same time, Joss is clearly, like, not in the mental state to do that right. for herself. And so I liked whenever... She finally stood up to Jackie. Well, but I liked whenever... Was it April or Karen that told her? They're like, you have to take care of yourself. Like, you do yeah. what is a, what you can April, do. April, I think, right? Or was I think Karen? so. Um... But just, I like that she told Jackie, like, this place isn't good for me right now. It's too much. But then Jackie's, like, so manipulative and calls her. And she's like, we think he's going to get out on low bail. Right. So so we were debating this while watching. Do you guys think that she was doing that as a trick to get Joss to confront her fear of the police and talk to police? Or do you think that really that's really happening? Well, now that, so for a second I was like, oh, she's doing this to, like, manipulate her. But now I think, like, clearly that's a pretty cut and dry thing. Like, you can't lie and say, oh, someone's bail hearing is tomorrow and he's probably going to get off. Like, even if he doesn't get off with a low bail, like, doesn't necessarily mean anything, obviously. But I think it, and I'm sure she wanted to call her to inform her, Mm -hmm. but I also, I just get, like, that little sense of attitude, like, oh, well, obviously she's very sad about this, but she's like, well, he's probably going to get off with a low bail because this just happens all the time because so many women don't say anything. Mm -hmm. Yada, 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 but I don't know. Yeah, I mean... Tough situation. It's hard because Jackie is intense, and it makes sense for that class. Yeah. But sometimes you can't just keep pushing people and pushing people, and she just was pushing people and trying to say, like, you're just scared, confront your fear, but it's for her, it's not really that she needs to confront her fear. It's she needs to just talk about what happened. Yeah. Otherwise, it's always going to be like this. And it's one way of you know, confronting your fears and really dealing with stuff is not necessarily another person's way. So even right. though at maybe aspects of this class are helping Joss, it doesn't, I mean, it is still really new. She went through a very traumatic experience. So I get where Jackie would, you know, push a little, but when someone is clearly so like bothered by it, then no. But then again, Jackie also doesn't know that she's like, popping prescription pills to make herself feel better. So she might think like, oh, she can do this, but she doesn't know the depths of what Joss is really going through. Mm-hmm. So good thing Harry found those pills. Oh, I know, right? Mm-hmm. And Harry is going through his little thing right now. Mm-hmm. And I want to know if you guys out there, I think I said this when Jonathan first came, uh-huh. he just doesn't feel like he just seems sneaky and manipulative because you know he was buying him the the motorcycle and all these showy gifts and so you he know you got it though i mean some people yeah. literally do just have that kind of money and it's not a waste like he is trying to lure um harry away right. from these other job opportunities Offers, or he was at first so i mean it's kind of like it's part of the business even though it may to us seem very like oh he doesn't need this ducati and right whatever but it, it is part of like you you know you schmooze people to get them to come aboard now our version may be like oh i take you out to dinner right. or something like that but 
I think I at, when he got the motorcycle, he was already on board with yeah. Jonathan. But I think it's because he even he said in the episode today, you know, I'd do anything for my family. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know, he can't be trusted because if it's something with him, he's just going to take care of himself. You know what I mean? And I understand that I think Harry's feeling the same way. Mm-hmm. So Jonathan is getting uh, audited by the IRS. And so because of this, um, they're... The IRS is freezing their investments, so mm-hmm. Harry's 20% of everything is frozen, and also Harry's salary is deferred. deferred. Yeah. And, you know, who who knows how long the... I don't know if Jonathan said a ter- certain time limit, yeah, but who knows know. yeah, how long this could take, and this... Clearly, Jonathan has tons of money, but Harry literally put everything yeah. into this, so now he's in a really the, weird position. The thing that I don't understand about this, okay, is because Harry meets with his lawyer that's what i was wondering lawyer or whatever i, I imagine lawyer because he's like or maybe or something agent, yeah something like that um also shout out dexter star i know Dex. i just I wanted... was like what you're on the show i'm so happy hello oh yeah surprise surprise <laughs> um but anyway so he harry says you know contact the people of the network they were talking about doing a second season of the show let's just see if it could even still be a possibility because he put that um to the side so that he could do this deal with jonathan so i almost don't understand why harry's so worried in the sense of i feel like if you know if jonathan doesn't know how long this irs thing is gonna take wouldn't he be like yes of of course do whatever in the meantime right yeah i will if say this IRS thing only takes like a couple weeks, oh yeah, then you know he's committed to something else, and that interferes with everything because they were just about to break ground, I think, right? The next week, the yeah. next week. But at the same time, if it turns out he is doing you know shady stuff, then everyone's all out, and he could have passed up on just, you know, opportunity. Or if it just takes a long time, right? At the exactly. Same time. Like he could be doing this. I guess that's why I think like. I would just automatically assume that this is going to take, you know, like a few months. And so wouldn't, wouldn't you have time to film a show in that span of time? But I also, the conversation between Jonathan and Harry, though, where he was like, maybe this is karma because whenever I was first starting my business, I did. He was like, it was all about me. And I saw these other opportunities that people didn't see. And I took them. And, of course, Harry's, like, really listening to that because that's what he's going right. through, trying to decide if he should just wait it out and just completely wait for Jonathan or go for something else. And I don't that, – that's where there's, like, a fine line because it's like, yeah, probably wait a little bit and trust the person. I don't know why, but I trust Jonathan. I don't think he's actually done anything shady. I just know that he's right when he says the IRS does go after big businesses. Right. Of course they do because that's who they make the best examples of if they're actually doing something bad. So, if he's not doing anything, then, I don't know, I just get the feeling that he's not. Because why, why would you risk everything he has? I hope he's not, but I could see him, I could definitely see him being shady. So, yeah, I don't know, I just don't want Harry to get screwed over either. You know, but I thought it was, I thought it was weird that Jonathan came over to the house to talk. And it was almost, it was almost as if, I could be way overthinking this, this mm-hmm. of course, but it was almost as if, he went and said that stuff to motivate Harry to, like, do something so that can cause issues down the line. I almost... I thought of it in a different sense. I thought he went there to say, like, you know, people already aren't returning my phone calls. I see you. And these people are friends. 
I see you as a friend. You know that, right? Almost like, don't do this to me. Like, don't back out like everyone else is doing, please. Yeah. So I didn't see it as, like, him trying to trick him into, like, messing up his contract in a way that would mess him up. I hope not. I hope. I'm yeah. just, I'm for Harry. I'm for everything to be okay. Yeah. I don't know. I think he should just tell Jonathan, hey, I can do this Food Network show in the meantime, and hopefully your IRS stuff will get worked out in a few months, and then we'll start again. Yeah. Because But it, that's a very rosy picture that I just painted, and does anything ever happen like that? No. Not on Mistresses. No. Yeah, because... You know, he as a business partner, you do need to be honest with each other. So I think Harry's just very antsy, especially after hearing Jonathan talk. I'm just scared he's now he's going to jump the gun and yeah. cause problems for himself. There's also as you know, with as big of a business as we assume Jonathan has from, of course, from the way they've talked about it, he doesn't necessarily know. Like he he can't have his hand in every single pot. So right. like, what if? But it's, then again, it's not like you're going to get shut down by the IRS if someone, like, wrote a bad check. Right. You know, when, like, something like that. But you never know when you have that big of an empire, like, what your employees are doing. So it could very well be, like, he had good intentions. He didn't do anything. Maybe someone else did. Maybe. His, I doubt that. But his, I don't know. Maybe Reza did something mm-hmm. bad. Now, Reza, on the other hand. I know. He's, a. Uh... He's been taking that petty cash. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. But I think everything will work out for him. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. What's next? <laughs> um, so it was, we had a bromance again this episode yes. with Harry. Um, kind of, Harry went, like we just talked about, Harry went out there and wants to take things under control because, mm-hmm. you know, he... he it's his livelihood. It's his livelihood, right. And he kind of passes the, passes the same message to Mark, who's in this slump because... You know, he just basically returned his keys to April. Mm-hmm. He's no longer, they're no longer together. And part of the reason why is because, you know, his, he's in a band, he's not supporting. And Harry's like, well, you know, I believe in your dream, but you need to get out there and make it happen. This yeah. can't be just, you know, a garage band for the rest of your life. Um, so that puts a lot of inspiration into Mark, who then goes back to the band and passes it along and says, we're not doing all that we can let's get on the road and you see like joe i think his name was jonah or whatever and he's like my carpal tunnel like lame like you know what i mean they're just chill so of course that leaves it for him and sophia who's super passionate about the band but also weird like she doesn't it didn't come off to me as like yes i'm so excited for this it came off i don't know it came off like yes now we get to spend more time together exactly yeah and that just she annoys me but also harry's speech kind of pumped me up too yeah like, or i like he just always has the best thing he to does say he has really good advice because how he said to mark he's like once you and i like that it was coming from someone else and i almost feel like it's other than april and i feel like right. it's like the kick that he needed because he's like no mark says you know i think the whole time april may have been the problem and it's like hearing it in a different way from harry where he's like look we all think you're talented of course but like what are you doing to make sure something happens mm-hmm. and when he's like if you're if you know that you're doing absolutely everything you can he's like that's when you're going to be successful but right. if you're not i mean that's, that's like your own fault good advice right if you're not doing something every day for your career and to like boost yourself someone else is mhm so write that down, baby. Mm-hmm. Everyone out there, life lessons from Harry again. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, and s- silly Sophia. That <sighs> oh, I was about to call her a bad name. I still want to know because they left us hanging a couple episodes back. I don't think they kissed then. I think they definitely kissed for the first time tonight. That was oh, that was man. for sure a first kiss or like yeah. a, a first in a long time because they, she said she's like this doesn't have to go past tonight. This is. Mm-hmm. Whatever you could tell that it was the first time they had kissed. I just realized they have a thing for leaving us hanging with Mark. They tricked yeah. us last week with the soda. They tricked us with them looking googly eyes a couple weeks ago at the piano. Yeah, but yeah, so this time it really does happen. They go out to see a concert so they can feel the energy and get pumped. And she goes in for the kiss. And at first he's like, "No, I just broke up," you know, whatever. And she's like, "Okay, fine." And then he kisses her back. Yeah, and he looked so happy about it. And, of course, it's like, meanwhile, April's calling him, mm-hmm. like, hi, just want to talk. I, April always just gets so yes, screwed. So screwed. I'm, but I'm very proud of April this Me too. episode. So we see her in the beginning. She's having breakfast with her mom, and her mom makes a comment about saying, oh, Mark only contributed breakfast because her breakfast clearly isn't Right, isn't it good. was like the little rice cakes that my mom used to try to get us to eat for lunch, but we really? never would. Yeah. And veggie bacon. She's like, well, she would do it for like a few days, and then she's like, okay, PB&J. <laughs> <laughs> what about PB&J and rice cakes? No. No, she never makes them. No, okay. she never did that. <laughs> and, and and then Marjorie's there, you know, just saying more things to get under April's, you know, in April's brain. Mm-hmm. Like, if you guys were meant to be, then you wouldn't be in this position right, right. now. Just so evil. Which obviously is not the case. Like, things happen. Outside influences definitely, like, mess people up sometimes. But her mom, she knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. She just wants to make... Sh- it's like she feels like she needs to remind her, even though Mark is gone. And we, April said tonight, she's like, I know you told Mark that you were going to get him out, and somehow you did. But, like, you won. Okay. Yeah. But I... It, she's. It's like she needs to remind her, like, oh, by the way, even though you're not here, mm-hmm. he was very wrong for you. Because it's, you know, still in the new stages of a breakup where, you know, both people, well, not Mark, I guess are depressed so it's like she needs to remind her so that her April's mind doesn't go astray right but that's just mean you're her mom like be there for her some yeah sometimes moms you know try to put all their stuff on their daughters for whatever stuff happened that they messed up in life so she wants April like they had that argument I raised you to be a strong black Christian woman and you're not and then but literally she's literally She's better than her mom, but she's the same as her mom in certain ways, yeah. as we see. And it's because that's what her mom, that's what she grew up But with, she, You know what I mean? With the, that line bothered me so much whenever she's like, strong black Christian woman, because April is 100%. Mm-hmm. She just has different, certain views are different. Right. That doesn't make mean her, her yeah. religion is different or that she's weak in any way. She is just tolerant of things that her mom isn't tolerant of, as I'm sure we are, as I'm sure, you know, they are. Right. Where I'm like, I don't want any hair around the sink. My mom's like, it can last for a day. I'm like, I am not tolerant for that. <laughs> These are her important arguments <laughs> when it comes to the bathroom. Issues. Especially when it's roommates. Yes. Yeah. Awkward Thankfully hair my in the mom sink. is not my roommate I know, anymore, right? But <laughs> not for a long time. Back in the day. Yeah. But April's roommate is her mom right now. And, well, she was. And I, I appreciate that she realized... Because of because of her little outbreak in the shop. Yeah. Okay, so, of course, how to segue back Michael in, you know, 
um, what's his name? Elliot. Not Elliot. That was a lawyer tonight. Um, Talking about the shop guy. The shop guy. Yeah. He has the... I also want to call him Michael. <laughs> every every name but his correct name. Yeah. Like yeah. Greg? Randy. 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 Yes. So Randy has the, the magazine. Oh, look. It's this guy who yelled at me, you yeah. know. And, of course, the mom right away. Oh, look at him. He's so handsome. Why don't you date also, him? Also, like, no, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> no comments. And April's... I, like... You know, she said, no, it didn't work. What She was talking business relationship-wise. Right. And um, and then she says, plus he's transgender, which, again, like, I don't feel like she needed to share that information. Well, no, it's because her mom was like, April's like, it didn't work out. And she's like, oh, you got fired. And April was like, no, not necessarily. And she was like, well, I don't see why you don't just call him now that you and Mark are broken up. And so then she said... Well, she's like, what's the big, what's the holdup? So that is her holdup. Yeah, but that that's true. But I mean, to tell her mom, who's like, always has something to say, when like, yeah. he liked me, I didn't, I wanted a business relationship. That's why it didn't work. But she freaks out and like, these people, yeah. you know, those people, this and that, it's not right, blah, blah, blah. And then that's kind of the moment of clarity when she realizes, maybe I've just been like, I love my mom, but she's yeah. just intolerant, obviously was the word of the night. Um, and I can't have that around me because it's affecting all my relationships. See, I thought that that's an, even knowing how judgmental April's mom is, I thought that that scenario was going to go different. I thought April was going to say like, oh, I'm not interested in him romantically. And these are her words, obviously, because of this reason, you know, he is trans, he's transgender and she's not attracted to that right. is what she said to him obviously she chose like very wrong words to say whenever she broke it off with him but i thought april's mom was going to be like understanding like oh okay that i i get it yeah. you know just you don't have to no one has to be attracted to another person but of course she just takes it like a whole other route i'm like, like support your daughter she said she didn't like this guy okay no problem but instead she's like oh my gosh yeah it's just... Ugh. It makes a scene in the store. Yeah, and everyone's looking at her. That's her daughter's place of business. And businesses, especially in L.A., like, you know, they come and go. A one bad word, one bad Yelp review. Which I'm... Yeah, Yelp reviews. Okay, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> I'm like, what? But, um, it can ruin somebody. Yeah. So, I don't know. But yeah. I'm just glad April finally grew a pair. Right, because, I mean, she was, up to her. she was talking to Joss, and Joss says, don't let anyone walk all over you, so... She does. She gets her mom out of the house, and I think, honestly, that's the only way that it's going to work. Her mom's not going to do anything differently if she's still living with her. And she found a solution that her mom basically, like, couldn't hate. It's her Aunt Molly. So, I guess either, obviously, maybe her sister, Marjorie's sister, I guess. Yeah, Margaret's sister. Marjorie, yeah. Yeah, Marjorie. But then she emails Michael to apologize. I don't know, and then calls Mark after, like... But Just I sometimes get, leave things leave things as sure, is, you know? but I also get like if you know you've offended someone wanting to go back, even if she doesn't like just to clear the air or just to not have something hanging over you. Like, yeah. No one likes to just hurt people and then be like, all right, peace. I mean, I guess some people do, but, um, you know, she just wants to be like, I'm sorry, I, whatever. Yeah. It's good. But then she calls Mark because the whole issue was because her mom is living there. Right. And so she got her out so that she could work out these things herself. But it may be too late. Might be too late. Uh, Let's get into the creepiest part of the episode before we have to leave. Lydia. Good old Lydia. 
So I was I was equally annoyed with Lydia as I was with Karen this episode. Yeah. So Lydia's, you know, eavesdropping when Joss and Karen are in the kitchen, like I can't remember what they were talking about, but talking about taking things slow. Oh yeah. Between Karen and Adam. Right. And, you know, even Joss noticed like wow, she's pretty comfortable, you know listening to everything and because she sat lydia butt in, in she was like isn't it a bad sign if people don't make right. a move right off the bat it's like i'm sorry were we talking to you yeah yeah no no Awkward. matter how like close that relationship gets it's just something you don't say especially when you're maybe if you're like already in the conversation but you don't butt in yeah. to your employer's right especially like, like i can understand if it's a friend and you're like coming back from the bathroom but oh, then sure. but yeah that's her employer and i know like I know, like, nanny situation or stuff, they sometimes become, like, family, but still, it's still a little it's, awkward. It's, like, it's private. She's exactly. Talking, she's literally talking about sex. You don't talk about that yeah. with your nanny. Not, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and then, so, and then uh, Karen's on the date with Adam, and, you know, she's talking about, they're talking about taking it slow, and he's like, oh, my, you told me you wanted to take it slow. Like, but she's like, no, I didn't. Yeah, and, in this chat, when it was actually Lydia, she told you that. I just wanted him to say that. Like, oh, when we were in the chat room, that's what you said. Instead, yeah. it was like, but you made it clear. I'm like, stop being so vague. Like, I want her to find out that. And it was it was so weird whenever Lydia was, she picked up uh, Vivian. Oh, was talking to like, her? And she's like, let's hope she, she can't find out what I did. That's That would be terrible. And it almost made it, because she was talking about Vivian being sick. And she's yeah. like, let's hope you don't get sick. I'm like, are you poisoning No, Vivian? exactly. It Obviously, was Obviously, it's not creepy. what she meant. But it's still, I don't know. The way she, like, read that line made mm-hmm. it seem like it was something other than just, like, oh, let's hope she doesn't find out we're in the chat room. That's definitely what I think she meant. But. Yeah, no, no, I agree. It it was weird timing to say that Yeah. with talking about sick. But it makes sense because clearly she's just awkward in general. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so this is where I got mad with Karen. She wants, she's having a great time on the date, and she mm-hmm. wants to stay out later. And she calls Lydia, and Lydia says, no, I have plans. While, yes, Lydia was lying because she didn't want her to spend extra time with Adam. Right. Karen's like, well, can't you change them? Yeah. Like, no. The, okay, this is the, since I used to nanny four little girls, the, my perspective on it is there's definitely, there were times for sure when my boss called me and was like, I'm so sorry. We're going to be later. Can you please do this? And I, if I had something important, then no. But she and she would, if it was like an emergency, she'd be like, is there any way? Yada, yada, yada. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, of course. But that's much different because it's an emergency. Right. And you're like going out of your way to help someone. But in Karen's situation, it's not an emergency. And so she did, I mean, she handled it well. She was like, oh, okay. But asking her to change her plans when it's not it's just yeah, not something you that them? you that you do i get it if it's if it's very important whatever right. you're doing like if you're at work and you absolutely cannot get it you know what i mean right but, exactly i don't know i know so i i was a little mad with karen and i'm actually i was happy that lydia said no yeah because that was that was a little unkaren like to me i felt like but um then they talk later and i felt that was awkward like Thanks for giving me a second chance. Like, what? Because Lydia's just awkward. Yeah, I don't, it's just weird. But it was weird. The conversation that was so weird is when, um, is the next day whenever Karen asked her, she's like, were you on a date? She's like, no, I haven't been on a date in years. What? She's like, oh, I thought you had plans. She's like, yeah, to go home and relax after a long day of work. 
And Karen was just like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, offended by... Which, if I was Lydia in that sense... I, I would have never said never that. I would never have... Just because you don't want someone to know that, like, okay, I couldn't help you out because I didn't feel like it. Right. Even though that's fine. That's perfectly it's, okay. It's fine, but it's just not something yeah, that Yeah, it's say. not you don't do. Yeah. Like, there are, she could have been like, oh, I had to do something important at home. Like, it's just, you know, it's just Personal kind of stuff. what you yeah. do. Um, but then, and Karen responded, she's like, oh, I'd like for you to be a little more clear... On, you know, if you have, plan- if you're not able to help out with what your plans are. Like, that's not Karen's business. Yeah, I agree. But it's, it's like they're both a little right. Because Lydia, like, uh, I don't know. She, I don't know. It's just creepy. I don't. Yeah. It is creepy. I think Karen was out of line for the most part. And, and she said to her, she's like, I know we, we've gotten closer lately, but my personal life is none of your business. Right. Which so is then very true. Lydia's personal life should be none of her business either. Yeah. So, um, but we see that uh, she leaves her phone in the room when Karen and Adam have their little date at home. Uh-huh. So she goes in. You know, oh, hello, hello. I thought she didn't actually leave her phone. Me too. I thought it was a. I thought it was her just being creepy obsessed. Yeah. But she lost her phone, and then she hears, obviously, moans. Yeah. And instead of being uncomfortable and, like, walking out, she wants to go check it out. Like. it's There's a weird part of that where I feel like she just wanted to, would be, like, mad about it. Like, oh, my gosh, this is happening. And, uh, but it's just crazy that she actually went and and looked. Because she knew exactly what was happening. Mm -hmm. You don't, yeah, you don't need to go any further than where you were. And but I think she, it's like that weird, I don't even know what I would call it, but you know, one of those people who like hasn't, or a person who hasn't been with anyone ever or in maybe. a long time and that they're like, oh my gosh, it's happening. What? And the, you know what I mean? Like those creepy I, creepers. Yeah. She's like, I, I yeah, she just, Not that she just needs... because someone hasn't been with anyone in right, a long yeah, time yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. them that way. But you know what I mean? Like obviously there are people who are like messed up in a mind like that and that's definitely what she seems like yeah she she needs she needs to be karen's like karen needs to see her as a therapist she shouldn't be her nanny she should be her patient yeah exact patient there you go i couldn't think of the word but yeah so that that's an awkward situation and um i kind of thought that like they were gonna see her standing there but i think she might have been just down the hallway i'm not sure yeah I mean, we didn't see her actually, like, looking. looking. I know. I remember last week's preview for this week, it made it look like she was watching them, so. But it was actually just when she was in the just hallway clips, closing yeah. the door. Yeah. I don't know. But I, I thought tonight's episode was really good, and yeah. I'm happy that, you know, people kind of, like it was, confrontations. People kind of confronted all these problems that's been going on for a few weeks. Yeah. So, um, let's get into predictions for let's next week. Let's do it. Because we only have four episodes left. Predictions. Predictions. Your After Buzz TV <laughs> predictions. Woohoo! Um, what do you think is going to happen with the whole Jonathan and Harry thing? I feel like Harry might jump the gun here. I think Harry's going to jump the gun. And I think Jonathan's going to get super pissed. Because I agree with, I don't know his name, but let's call him Sergeant Dokes. Elliot. I agree. Elliot. Elliot. <laughs> okay, Elliot. Um, I agree with Elliot, his lawyer slash agent. Um, in the sense of like, okay, we know that this is a possibility. Like, let's tell, like, let's talk to Jonathan about it because I can't imagine a negative thing that Jonathan would have to say other than like, oh crap, well, what if this does, you know, what if the IRS thing is over sooner rather than later? Mm-hmm. Like, but I can't imagine him like being mad if he just talks about it as, as if like, oh, this is on the table. 
because he's been very open, seemingly, with Harry right. about everything so far. Um, so I think Harry's going to do it, and he's not going to tell Jonathan at first until it's just, like, kaput, and he's going to be really mad. Yeah. And a mad Jonathan is not someone who I think I would ever want to face. I don't feel like, yeah, I don't feel like I would want to either. No. I feel like if he's mad, he'll be like Reza. Yeah. Because one day, even if his assets are frozen and even if they find him at some sort of fault, you know he's still got money somewhere. It's mm-hmm. not all in his business. So he's going to have the money to, or he potentially would have the money to take Harry down. Mm-hmm. And he knows not, uh, enough people. I hope it doesn't end up that way. I know. But I just think that... I definitely think Harry's going to jump the gun with the show. I think so. Hopefully, hopefully some he hopefully he'll try to set things in motion, and then maybe maybe something happens and it he it won't actually go through because yeah. I don't want to see that blow up. That would be really sad for yeah for Harry. Me either. I think Joss is going to take the pill thing terribly. I think it's going to be yes. a major not good. I don't think it's going to be like a come to Jesus moment for her. I think she's just going to be mad at him that he was like looking at her stuff. I excuse me. I, I, yeah, I think they're not going to talk about it. Of mm-hmm. course not. But I think we see in the preview with she puts a gun to someone's head. Yeah. So it's time for Joss to start talking because I can't see how long they're going to keep dragging this out yeah. before she literally hurts herself. Well, we only have four episodes left. So, I mean, maybe that is where they're taking it, that she does hurt herself. But it seems like whoever in the preview, whoever's... So she's fighting with someone, and someone's on the ground, and she points the gun, and then someone, like, grabs her, and she turns around and looks shocked at who it is. So I almost wonder if it's, like, Harry coming mm-hmm. to the rescue, and then she realizes, like, oh my gosh, I could have just hurt Could have Harry. killed Harry. Yeah. Ooh. I I missed that, so I'm, I'm I mean, we didn't see, see who it was, right, but no. she looked shocked I, when she turned around. Yeah. Hmm. We'll see about that. Uh, I think uh, April kind of messed things up with Mark, and I think Mark's going to kind of... But it's so Go with, soon. I know. But this is that's how guys are. Guys rebound right away, and then later they'll get sad. Girls get sad for a long time, and then finally move on. Speak for yourself, honey. I'm speaking <laughs> in a general sense. Everyone's oh, y'all, y'all, y'all. Um, But, yeah, I think he, because, well, I just, he's going to find the message after they probably hooked up. And then he's going to feel bad. Then he's going to feel bad. But what I, I definitely see him going back with April mm-hmm. because if he doesn't then he's off the show. That's true. I mean they're not going to carry just his storyline. No, not at all. So, I so. mean think every other partner who has ended a relationship with a person is gone. Right. And I like Unless Mark. You're dumb and you make occasional appearances. I know, right? So, I like Mark though cuz even when he came by to um get like return the keys, he was like tell Lucy we'll plan something later. Mm-hmm. I miss her. And I know she's going to be in the next few episodes, I believe. So yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, Karen's Karen and Adam is going to bad stuff is going to happen. I'm just hoping. I just really I want them to gonna, find out. I don't think he's going to propose that preview where he had yeah, the ring no. box. I think it's going to be like a necklace or a bracelet. I hope so. Yeah, that'd be or way like a too fashion soon. ring. And if it's way oh. too soon, then yes, there's something odd with him, and he should be with Lydia. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that. That was a good show. I'm looking forward to, I think, yeah, next Monday we have one next Monday. Is that Labor Day weekend? Or no? No, that's the one before. Okay. Perfect. Anyways, April, where can we find you in the meantime? Y'all can find me everywhere at April Wissenhamp. And you can find me everywhere at XOXOCESCA. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye.
from executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 